Put this chip on my shoulder, won't come off. I scrubbed and scrubbed until I was red raw. Reconstructed full of filler. Somebody break the bronze soul. I guess I'm just a peasant from up north. Well, hello and welcome back. Sorry we've been away so long. We've had many, many things going on, like travels, as we're going to find out today with Joe. And uh, this is a new face-to-face -face version of our podcast for those loyal listeners who've come back after all this time. So excuse the roughness of it. You can hear a lot of background noise because we are in a Liverpool cafe and uh, chatting away about Joe's travels and experiences of living in Vietnam. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. Have a listen. Any feedback, gratefully received. Take care. Enjoy the podcast. Bye-bye. Jayman is from Vietnam in one piece with his good lady. Have you got any tips for anyone thinking about moving out there to live? Prepare. Prepare to fail. Prepare to fail. Did you fail to prepare? Do you know what? We've been back now for a couple of months, so we've had time to reflect. Yeah. If Manu and I were honest with ourselves, from deep down, deep down here, I'm having most of it. I'd say there were a lot of things that we could have put in motion. Yeah. Like what? Well, for example, deeply about the kind of lifestyle and environment it's going to give you. Yeah. If you choose to move to a monstrous metropolis yeah. such as Saigon, yeah. that is going to come with absolutely some pros, yeah. but definitely some cons. Mm. Such as a super polluted southern Asian city. Yeah. That polluted. Incredibly polluted. I think you go to London and you think, oh yes, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit foggy down here. Yeah. Whereas you go there, goodness me, smog. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Every day. Yeah. 12 million people on skis. Yeah. And how does that affect your breathing? Well, yeah, this is it. Well, and the other thing is, the, 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 uh, we're talking about the country here, but mm. the, the condition of the water actually made our boat, my hand, it's air thin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you often say, like, some people say Oriental people have thinner hands. Yeah, well, a lot of people out there say, don't breathe in the first few months. You know, you notice your hair starting to fall out a little bit. It's just, like, don't worry about it. And we were like, well, that is kind of Oriental. How much hair, percentage wise, do you reckon? 3%. 3? Yeah. I wouldn't even notice 3%. 3% is quite. You, you thought. Airline proceeding slightly or airline proceeding, yeah. Really? I mean for Nadia, the stress. Nadia, yeah, the stress. Nadia is Nadia's is uh Nadia's just in hers is back and she's been putting all sorts of oils to the thicken it. Both it well. I think you both it well. Did you lose weight when you're out there? No, do you know why? Because nobody walks anywhere in a city like that. Everybody owns a scooter. So there are literally for large swathes of the city don't pay for 
because people just don't want us to fly, why would you? Just jump on a scooter, you and your mate, helmets are recommended, but not always used. See any crashes? Uh, I saw two crashes when we were there, yeah. Anyone heard? Pretty badly, yeah. Sounds like I want there to be some floaters, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Corey, do you want that? What do you see? Um, yeah, one guy, he was a foreigner actually, and he, I think it was one of his first times on a bike. Dangerous moments. So yeah, hey, it's like two slightly negative points there. It was an amazing trip. You know, the reason why you go to it is so that you can experience things that you can't yeah. experience in Europe. Yeah. So, like, what would you take away as you and Nadia's biggest? Being in and amongst Asian people for three months. It was really cool. Yeah. Seeing how they converse, seeing how they work as a team, yeah. how do they deal with problems, yeah. what things get them excited, what things get them angry. Yeah. You know, very different than the collective culture that they, they have out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really nice. And then, like, what was the food like? Food it was amazing. Yeah. The food scene in Saigon is incredible. Is it, like, say, if you vegetarian or vegan, how do Mm, that's a good question. I think there is more. There are more options now. If you were a vegan, yeah. but it's a lot of the Vietnamese eat a lot of pho, which is the hot balls of broth, you know, uh, salty chicken noodles, beef noodles, yeah. and it's amazing. I suppose if you were looking for more vegan options, there are like they, they cater to that. Uh, food and stuff. Yeah. So come on, what was the first place you stayed in? Like, do you, you have some set up when you went up there? No, yeah. So this is yeah, this is what I mean about preparing. You know, I think initially my one tip I'd give to anybody moving to a place like that is, I mean, don't go mega luxury. But the first, the first place you're in, yeah. make sure it's nice yeah. because you're dealing with that many other factors when you get there. You don't need to be in a whole dick on top of that. That's kind of what we had, unfortunately. Yeah. We had eats in the sea. Yeah. The first night that we got there, we went for a walk. And uh, it was late at night, we saw a little rat, cockroaches scuttling around. In the place? In your place? But, yeah, on the streets. Oh, on the streets? Yeah, yeah. You get them around here, though. Yeah, well, not cockroaches the size of your hand. The size of your hand? No, that's an exaggeration. Probably the size of like a 50 pence piece. 50 pence piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the street? On the street. It's got Ever in the flat? Yeah, occasionally you get them some cockroaches. Hard, hard to keep out, I imagine. They fly in, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that in Spain, they fly in. Wow. Two windows. Yeah. Mm. So dirty streets. Dirty streets. Rubbish everywhere. And rubbish. Yeah. And we were just walking home after a burger and a and a little guy just just uh, relieved himself right there in front of us. Having a poo-poo. Uh, just a number one. Just a word. Just dead casually, pants down. <laughs> Full frontal. <laughs> uh, he was ahead of us, so... I've been saying that people on a Saturday night. Yeah. You're going to see some... Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm trying to... I'm trying to, like... Maybe. I'm this, trying to mitigate. This was in quite a... Yeah. Normal. A normal area of the city. So what we did was we, we found a district that was kind of... Yeah. Where we 
Yes, you've got to be a little bit civilised, yeah. a little bit less. Exactly, got ourselves a little scooter around there, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And yet it was still quite sketchy. Cool. Yeah, still, still a bit sketchy. I mean, I'll give you a one story, taxi, I've told you the taxi story. I think so. So I'll, I'll, I'll compress this for the, for the part. In Vietnam, they have an eye similar to Uber, Tom Brown, mm. right? Grab. Grab, it's called Brown. Yeah. You want to go to a cafe, that's what we were doing. Saturday afternoon, we were like, let's go and get, let's go and try egg coffee. Yeah. Which is where they actually put an egg in the coffee to make it really thick. Yeah. Not for you, but... Well, no. But for a lot of people. For a lot of people. It's a delicacy. Combined breakfast and coffee. That's it. For speed. Yeah, for speed. Good and protein idea. and nutrition. Anyway, we thought, like, we'll head into the city. Got a grab. Got to where we needed to be. Very busy road. Lots yeah. of people trying to get by. So we we're like, right. Usually, what happens is you pay with your card, yeah. and just like an Uber, poof, yeah. the ride's paid for. Yeah. You leave. You go do whatever you want to do. Yeah. On this occasion, for whatever reason, my card, the app could updated, and my card details have been deleted off there. Yeah. So we needed cash. Now we're in a situation. You pay me cash. We do, we know we've got no cash. No. I'm, I'm saying, so what would you do? If this happens in the UK, what would you do? Just so take me to a cash point. Yeah, take me to an ATM. Yeah. So I said, can you take us to an ATM? Please. ATM. ATM. Yeah. Nothing. No, not moving. Not budging. And you put it in Google Translate. Hi, can you take, take us to a cash machine? Yeah. No, I'm not moving. What? No idea. Didn't trust you. Didn't, I don't know. Didn't, didn't like to cut your jib. Didn't. Thought you were shifty. You're going to do a bunk. Must have done, yeah. So I said to Nadia, I said, look, look, I'll stay here in the taxi. You go out and see if you can find a cash machine and get some cash. But you're talking busy main roads in a very busy city. Either way, you didn't want to leave her on her own. Yeah, that was the better deal. That was the better deal. Bear in mind, it's monsoon season. It's pouring down with rain. So Nadia ventures out. She tries a couple of cash machines. They're not working. 20 minutes, 25 minutes passes. This guy's getting irate. You're sat in the car with him. I'm sat in the car. I'm trying to say to look, he's got, she's going to be five minutes. Five minutes. Give us five minutes. It's the money is time for him, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I'm calling Nadia going, listen, look, this guy's not happy. We're going to need to get some money pretty fast. He's going to stab me up. She comes back. Empty-handed, oh, no money, mission impossible, can't get any cash. He's, he's not happy, and, and I'm saying, listen mate, can you please just try, take us to an ATM, we'll get you the money, we've got, we've got the money. He's not having it, so then I spend the next five or ten minutes trying to do a bank transfer, and it quite, I'm, I put all his details in and it comes down to one more swift code. And I said, can you give me a swift code, and if you can do that, I'll send you the money. And he goes, no, no. So then Nadia puts on Google Translate, finally, look, either you take us to an ATM, or you know, we're, we're walking, we're leaving. And he put back, I don't know what he wrote in Vietnamese, but it translated as, I don't care. So I was like, right, this is it. <laughs> I don't care. So a lot of... Don't care, they're not going to get paid, or don't care, we're going to run away. Don't care. No, I, I, he just, I don't care, I don't, know, I don't know what he was trying to say. Yeah. He, he, he's pretty... 
peeved at that yeah. point. So Nadia doesn't hear this next bit because it's noisy, the rain's coming down. He says to me, yeah. I'm going to take you to an ATM. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I try and say that to Nadia, but he starts driving, the door closes, Nadia's freaking out. She thinks I've been taken captive by this guy. Is she not inside? No, she's outside. She stood outside the car. Goodness sake. Oh, this car's driving off. And Nadia's like, I've not heard this story. Where, where is he taking my husband? My husband. So I'm driving thinking, oh my goodness me. Driven off on her. So yeah, so she, I'm just looking at Nadia becoming this small little figure as we drive off. Over, over the back seats. Are you looking out the back window? Yeah. <laughs> like something like a child being kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. And then I realised, Nadia's got a car. Yeah. The car. Oh my goodness. We're driving into the side one. I have a car. I say to him, listen, hey, I'm really sorry, stop the car, stop the car, look, I don't have the car, my wife's got the car, yeah. if you could just turn around, oh, by this time, he's swiping the dashboard, he's furious, and I'm going, look, please, if you just give me, take us to an ATM, it's chaos, and then he's, and then Nanny's calling me, she's super distressed, because she thinks he's trying to drive it off, yeah, she's in tears, she's going, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, Duck and roll out of the car. She's expecting a ransom note anytime. So I'm just thinking, I've got limited options here. I don't know what, in the heat at the moment, I bail out the taxi. <laughs> you open the door. I bail out the taxi. Is this No, he's pulled over. He's pulled over, right, right. Door flies open. I'm running down the street. Shut up. Straight away. A little guy, a little guy who's been watching the whole thing on a scooter. He chases after me, he's making the money sign, pointing at me, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, rumble, this isn't what happens on films. You usually get away with it, don't you? But straight away, you've been seen. And then Nadia calls, Joe is running towards me. The taxi driver. The taxi driver. He's just left his cab, he's running walking back towards Nadia. I run back. Chaos, a small crowd has gathered on the street. This is <laughs> bearing in mind that this all, is in Saigon. This is in Saigon. Yeah. Bearing in mind, they're all Buddhists. Yeah. So they're usually very peaceful, calm people. Yeah. They think it is shameful to express any anger. Yeah. And this this is a big thing. But the exception. And I'm trying to tell him, look, I'll get you money. Basically, this guy, after about two minutes of trying to calm this taxi driver down, a guy pulls up on a scooter who can speak both English and Vietnamese. He speaks to the guy, he says to me, look, this guy's angry, he says you've done a runner from his car. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah, it. But there's a reason. I said, look, we're, we're trying to get him his money. Yeah. You pay him yeah. and we can go with you. So yeah. thankfully this guy, it's a legend, did pay the guy. Yeah. And then I went with him on a scooter and I got some cash out for him. Oh, that was a bit of my first week. What was your first week? First week, that was like a little instruction to Traumatic, isn't it? Things like that. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Makes you feel vulnerable. Well, it's about you on your own, but when you've got your wife, yeah, as well. this is it. Yeah. It was like you and a couple of lads. It'd just be a bit of fun. It would be, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. It'd be annoying, but it'd be a bit of fun. Yeah. Mm. As soon as you're looking after someone, different ballgame. Yeah. It's really different. Yeah. 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 We feel responsible for the people there. Absolutely. It was just lads. Yeah. We've had that in countries, but it was just lads. I think it was with the camera. Yeah. That's a good story, man. Good. Yeah, it's a, I've, I've, the first week. That was the first week, and then a few days later we got COVID. Right. And over there in Saigon, you, it's full lockdown, you can't leave your room. Yeah. So we're staying in this grimy, like, Airbnb. Yeah. 
so that was difficult. A few things just didn't go our way. Um, and then my work, who had previously said was going to be okay to work out there, and he said it wasn't. So yeah, I mean, this is what I mean. If you're gonna do a move like that, I'd, first of all, I suggest go out there initially and see what it's like. And then, if you think it's for you after a month, six weeks, brilliant. For us, it's one way, flight for expensive. We just took a gamble. Yeah. We were there for three months, and thankfully, the last kind of two months were great. Yeah. The first months were pretty tough. I mean, just a joke. Yeah, well, so that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. What was the most amazing thing you saw when you were there? We recommend someone going yeah. to. If, if you're going to Vietnam, personally now, if you're only going to go there for three weeks a month because you're probably doing a trip, yeah. I will visit the north yeah. of Vietnam because there you've got Ha Long Bay. You know, the postcard image of Vietnam with the limestone, Bond film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Pillars of Rock and Pillars of Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like limestone formations. I don't know what, there's probably technical. What was the name of the bay? Harlong. Harlong Bay, yeah. So we did, we did kayaking around there. That was really, really cool, you know, watching the sunset over there. Cool. Uh, and naturally, with it being a developing country, quite cheaply, you can get some really nice hotels for like Premier Inn prices. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not telling my nose about a Premier Inn, but like, yeah, yeah. 30 quid, 20 quid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was beautiful, and then we did a trip to Angkor Wat, the temple complex. What do you make of that? Amazing, absolutely incredible. Whether you are or interested in religion or not, you know, it's history. History is fascinating. The things that those buildings have seen, obviously that's where they filmed the Tomb Raider. With classic. Classic, yeah. Classic film. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> Laura Crofts. <laughs> I think it's, 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 I did not expect you to say that. Yeah, well, that's what you're going to say. And worse, the bond again. <laughs> not Tomb Raider. And yet, you know, classic film. That, that, was, that, that was the tourism tagline when we were there. Yeah, Tomb Raider, Laura Croft. You like Tomb Raider? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, Justin plays me. <laughs> <laughs> Reference to a Hollywood film? Yeah. Starring Angelina Jolie. Your temples, your films, yeah. So I've never seen it. I've never seen it. But that, that was the seen it. That was the uh, the tourism tagline. This is where they filmed Laura Croft. <laughs> In case you've wanted your journey ends here, pilgrimage. Forget Brown. Everest. Saigon itself is an incredible city, but it is, it's, it's built up, it really is, it's immensely, densely populated. What was the final nail in the coffin that made you go, 
before like both of you decided it was enough yeah and it's time to come on what was the final thing for our listeners who were maybe interested in going to be down to yeah. travel look, look, to live I think what did it for you to finish you off you've got to understand what I would say is get your visa sorted first get a work visa sorted first and you're not doing visa runs that's the other thing that killed us every month because we just had tourist visas you've got to do a visa run to another country and so there was that which was you know a pain and I think finding what it is I think people think oh yeah backpacking or whatever you can live off ferries but you can't you, I mean you can't if you want to live in a shoebox and then get infested with parasites with you're eating street food then really yeah. like go for gold but yeah. if you want to make a decent standard of living because you're going to be there for a sustainable amount of time yeah. you do need a certain especially you know if you're a group of lads yeah right into a hostel you know whereas if you're there travelling with a partner and you're used to kind of worst conditions then you need you need to be comfortable yeah. and that's kind of you didn't find that we, we, we could have but with my work with yeah. issues with my work and Nadia was only working a few hours we just didn't have enough coming in to funds going down and down yeah 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 could you have managed a few months maybe but it would just deplete everything yeah it, it, it would have done and it also got to the point where we were pretty sure that we'd seen it yeah. and it was give or take in terms of whether we should stay or go and it kind of got to the point where we, we felt like we were staying just for the sake of it yeah and Nadia missed her family big time yeah she really kind for home so it's, it's good to say we've seen enough done the thing yeah it's good sometimes yeah I think you made the right move good to have you back in old lighting yeah good to have you back with us well some good uh, thoughts and pointers for the listeners it's been a long time since the last part it's been at least six months yeah you've been travelling and working I've been working yeah just life gets in the way doesn't it life's busy and as you can hear today we'll be doing a live recording face to face first ever pause yeah. done face to face without the Covid-esque restrictions that were put on us initially by Rosie Zoom and all that nonsense. It's nice to be in a noisy setting. It is. It's full of clinking cups and kids shouting in the background. People talking. Life going on around us. Real life. Surrounded by germs, getting sick every day. Yeah. I was at work today, people were sick, didn't even bother me. No, people had to go home, they were sick. It's one of those things, isn't it? So many bugs knocking around. Are you doing any COVID tests these days? I did one recently, I think it's just routine now, isn't it? You get ill, you think, oh, maybe it's COVID. Yeah. Did you test yourself? I did test myself, yeah. And uh, negative. Yeah. It's one of them, isn't it? Oh, Vicky tested herself around Christmas time. Negative. I don't bother. I don't, I've never had a positive test yet. No. I can't. It's a waste of tests. Me what, doing. Is it, what does it mean now? Does it stop you from doing anything? I mean, I don't think so, does it? Well, one of my colleagues had a really good week and told to stay off for five days. Oh, right, okay. I'm a bit dubious about it. I think, you know, 
made a scoop. Who's doing the test? Nobody. That was what she was told anyway by HR. Okay. Just to stay at home for five days. Another holiday. It's a thing of the past, isn't it? 20, 2020. It's very 2020. Yeah. I was. A picture I sent you and the demon with the shelves in the supermarkets uh, yeah, around yeah. the corner. Yeah. Just a stripper. And that was the march. That was like literally a week into the lockdown. Picture of the Sainsbury's strut. Oh, so that wasn't recent. No, no, you, you thought it was new Brexit. I thought it was new Brexit. Sorry. Oh, that's been on the news. Oh, today? The salad crisis. That's my. Peppers now as well. Tomatoes and other peppers, what next? Yeah. Next it will be the. Whatever's. It is bad, isn't it? I mean, it's no joke. Can we go back on this? Can we go back? Can we join Europe again? Do they have us back? No. Have we been barred now? Barred. Sony non I'd love to do a podcast, um, a totally uh, neutral podcast, on what Brexit is actually accomplished. Just listen to you talk about that, like. <laughs> like, I know. Because I haven't got a clue. What's it accomplished? Wasn't it like 300 million a week for the NHS? Wasn't that what's going to happen? Is that right? Yeah. I mean, they got the claps. They got all those claps, didn't they? 3 million claps. And that's your lot. Yeah. I don't think that 300 million a week ever happened to them. It's gone into like Tory expensive things. Getting a bit controversial. What's it called? Anyway, it's all good, man. Yeah. What are you guys doing tonight? Any plans? Uh, playing football, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bin me off for my run. I've been running. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Does he run this place? Yeah, he's boss. Can someone help me? No. He's boss, man. You help him? Help that guy. You know, a confident young uh, man. Anyway, we'll have a great game of football. Thanks, man. Do you know what? That was a great chat. Yeah. One of the highlights of my week, seeing you. Yeah. I'm going for that run before after work, over the dunes and form booth. Amazing. Get a sweat on. I feel like you've got a good weekend ahead. It's started well. You don't have to train that, that's it. I can just go on learn the old consoles with the kids and chill out tonight. Oh man, I'll be training right now, only. He's doing flyer for his new business. Yeah. Oh, he should be sat in this chair. I know, you know what? He was going to come for the run and he would have come here, but he just told me he wasn't coming to the run. He was flyering. So I was going to say come down, but didn't bother. I was busy ringing, ringing, ringing people as I was trying. Should have rang him actually, shouldn't I? Yeah. Get, him, get, get down, yeah. man. We need you, Armand. Where are you? Yeah. Anyway, it's good to see you. Have a great day tomorrow. Thanks, man. You going out in the morning? Probably see you tomorrow, yeah. Cool, yeah. See you there. Be there or be square. <laughs> super square. Be super square. So, let's just see. That's 25 minutes. That's probably enough. That's probably enough. It's short and snappy. But we might be indecipherable from the background noise. It'd be interesting to see what that sounds like, actually. Yeah. Uh, I tested it in the room. 
in the classroom, but there wasn't a lot going on. There was no one there. I had it at a distance, but how much of the ambient noise it picks up. Yeah. Time went on. Time's in. Getting on for the time. Are you cycling? Are you cycling then? No, I've driven. When's your ticket run out? I'm trying to eat about like two hours before football. Yeah, yeah. Playing at about half seven. It's cheaper in Sainsbury's. Yeah, that's true. I'm cheaper. Do that. Gonna think about these things. Save your money. Save your enemies. Oh, should we walk? Yeah, I I was looking forward to you to educate me about Rome. Romulus and Remus, and then you've got Aeneas, haven't you? Aeneas? 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 Yeah, they've not heard of him. I don't remember the name. Greek, uh, after the Trojan War, son of Venus, the goddess, uh, fell in love with Dido in Carthage, and then breaks her heart. She burns herself on fire, then he says, I'm going to settle. What Roman, the great Roman historians do is try and merge those two mythological yeah. beginnings. Right. Romulus and Remus, the two twin brothers yeah. of she yeah. um, Anyway, so then you've got, you've got them, then you've got like ancient Rome, the regal periods, Tarquins, who raped an aristocrat's daughter, Lucretia, and then she comes into a brother, Brutus, and is like, I've been defiled, and they killed herself, and he's like, right, that's it. Yeah. And then he gets rid of the Tarquins, and that's the end of like the regal period, the kings, the republics form yeah. for like the next 500 years, yeah. up until Caesar, Julius Caesar, yeah. crossing the Rubicon. Yeah. So, across the Rubicon, yeah. and get the phone call. And then, yeah, and so I'm up to Augustus. 
I say give it a first ever record. Give us a fact that no one knows before we go. Well, people should know this, but it was Julius Caesar who introduced 365 days. He what? He came up with that. He went to see scientists in Alexandria. Up until that point, there were 365 days. And they were just adding in days when it needs to be. Whereas he was like, nah, we need to set you open. So that was him, Julius Caesar. Cool. Good old Caesar, right? Good old Caesar, yeah. Is that where we get the word king from? Caesar. Is that right? Yeah. Tsar, Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. Tell the I think it's right. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't know who it is. The Russians, but yeah. Tsar, Kaiser. Yeah. Paul comes from his surname, doesn't it? Yeah. There's a great podcast on Caesar. Was it In Our Time? It was either In Our Time or um, You're Dead to Me. Oh, okay, the yeah. The BBC one. That was really? Yeah. That's good. It's quite funny. Yeah. It's quite Greg funny. Jennings. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks for that little, little uh, summary. Yes, brilliant. Off the book, SPQR by Mary Beard. There's one for listeners to get into it. This is the coffee shop special. Yeah. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you can hear us. Yeah. With our limited equipment. <laughs> Let's go, buddy.